Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul. The time is about 11.30. Today's... May 11, 2023, Ready PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call for the past 11 years. If you have any questions, please uh, fill out the Google sheet. And if you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Rajan? Hey, hi, uh, I'm a newcomer. Uh-huh. Give me uh, one second. I have... Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Mr. Rajan. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, Raul, sir, I think last week we spoke, but I just want to reiterate on a couple of questions. Like, uh, I want to refill for one week uh, for to recapture my perm uh, from September 8th to September 15th. So I just wanted to know whether I can visit uh, Canada or Mexico without Canada visa or without Mexico visa. When is your passport visa expiring? Yeah, my I-94 is uh, visa is expiring on uh, July 22nd. And, Did you uh, say I-94 match- or visa? Which one? I-94 is July 22nd, 2023 expiring. And uh, I-797 also the same thing. And mm-hmm. my max out is in September 8th, 2023. And uh, perm is so, applied. Okay, and- wait, wait, wait. Your passport visa is expiring in July what? July 22nd. Yeah. You don't need any visa to go to Mexico. You would need a visa to go to uh, uh, Canada. Yeah. So okay, okay. So Mexico. I mean, like I can directly go with my H one B and I seven nine seven and valid That's passport right. and valid I ninety four till That's right. So there, right. there I will get a pass uh, 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 visa there. Honorable visa or how the process goes? They don't need it. You don't need any visa in uh, to go to Mexico. Okay. Next, okay. you don't need any visa to go to Mexico. If you have a visa to come back in the United States, they will automatically allow you to enter into Mexico. Next person, please. Raj. Raj. Oh, hi. Um, good morning, sir. Uh, so I have a couple of questions. I can't hear you, Raj. Um, can you hear me? Much better. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, I have a couple of questions. Um. I I'm I'm in US since 2011. I was in US from 2011 to 2016 in L1B. During that mm-hmm. time, my company processed me on uh, the green card processing in EB2 category, and I left back to India and then I came back on L1A. And uh, um, okay, so between the L1B and L1A, how long did you stay in India? One year. Okay, so okay, when did you came back on, on L1A? Uh, 2017, uh, July. Okay, that's 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Okay, keep going. Yes. Um, so my c- 
company is not ready to uh, uh, move me to the ep1 category uh, saying that uh, i'm a functional manager uh, they are saying the functional manager okay what what whatever the reason is okay they are not doing it go ahead what's your question yeah so the functional managers are not eligible for uh, eb1 category so that's our data i got whether that is true i'm not going to argue whether that's true or not but let's get to the point raj yeah yeah i'm i'm asking um, is there a way that i can justify that um, on my l1a i'm i'm eligible for eb1 category sir um, that's my question i i the functional 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 manager is eligible for um uh uh, uh EB1 category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Functional sure. manager are, are, are eligible, but it's up to them though. You can't force them to do it. Oh, yeah. I, I, that's what I wanted to know because I, I wanted to clarify that. Um, um, quickly, my second question is, I, I, I came here on H1B in 2007 and I stayed only on, I'm uh, only for uh, three months. So I was watching one of your videos recently and you, I, you can I, you can you can claim back your H1B the problem now he, here is that how you already are almost completing the L1 the period of time that you spend on L1 will be counted toward the H1B period okay yeah that's where my question here sir i as i said i have approved i140 uh, is it something can i apply for Where, where did you have an I-140 approved? Where? Who has it? Uh, I mean, um, uh, in my, uh, which the same, I'm in the same company. I'm in the same company. So the company uh, that is that is not willing to do EB1C category has an I-140 approval. Absolutely. Yes. You can move to H-1B, sir. Oh, okay. Sir. You can move to H-1B. Oh, okay, sir. Thank you so much. And my final question here is regarding my daughter's visa. Uh, she's moving to the college in fall 2024. So I, I, we have a confusion that which visa will be better for her if I get moved to H1B, uh, H4 is better for her or uh, can we process the student visa for her? How old is she? Uh, she is right now, she's uh, 17 and going to be 18 uh, in September. She can move to H4 right now. Okay. Okay. But she still needs to move when she's 19 or 20, she needs to move to F1. Next person, oh. please. Okay, yeah. thanks. Charu, I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Uh, so I have a question. Like I was on O1 visa, but I got laid off by my employer. And uh-huh. right now on my I'm on my 60-day grace period and I'm planning to apply for B2 tourist visa. Uh-huh. And I have two questions. Like, can I leave the country while the B2 decision is pending? And yes, if- you can leave the country. If you leave the country, they're going to deny the B2. But it won't negatively impact your anything what you want to do. It's not going to like, make me like unlawful. Uh, no, like, no. If after the denial you stay in the country, then you are considered to be unlawful. So if you apply for B2 within 60 days, okay? Uh-huh. And yeah. then if you leave and they deny because you left, you left the country, it will uh-huh. have zero negative impact on you. Okay, great. And if it gets denied while I'm still here, then is it going to have like negative? Uh, it won't. They will give an RFE before they get a denial. It will be very surprising if they would deny it. So you can always contact us if there is an RFE on it, okay? Okay, and I have like my I-140 approved, so in EB2 and IW category. So it's not going to mm-hmm. impact my on that my green card. No, in the future. no, ma'am. No, ma'am. It will not. 
no matter what whatever we discuss right now if you do even if you get the denial and you leave the country within a week's time or so it won't mm -hmm. negatively impact your eb2 i140 okay but mm -hmm. one thing charu you may want to consider since you mm -hmm. have been qualified for an o1 visa you've been yeah. qualified for the eb2 niw did you consider yourself for eb1a I actually already tried like a couple of times in EB1A, but it got denied. Okay. Like, yeah. I when know, when I, was the last time you tried it? I had tried it like 2018, I guess. Um, well, that is the Trump period, though. Things have yeah. changed a lot recently. So once you get on a job, you may want to consider that again, okay? Because recently we have seen an unprecedented approvals of EB1A. Next person, please. Oh, I had like another question. I'm sorry. Like, do I need to uh, upload my uh, return ticket to India for when I apply for B2 visa? Online? No, you don't have. You don't have to do that now. I don't have. To. Even though they tell you to do it, you don't have to do it. Okay. 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 Sure. Thank Next you person, so much. Please. We appreciate. It. Uh, hey, uh, I have a simple question. I have my I140 approved from my previous employer. And I'm in my new job since one year, and the new company hasn't you really started I-140. You can still apply your wife's H-4 EAD, even though your current company has not started the labor and I-140 process. I'm assuming that the company that you left the I-140, you left after the I-140 is approved for more than six yes. months. Is that right, Mr. Mamad? Okay. You can still use That's that right. I-140 for a life, okay? Even though you move to this company. Next person, please. Thank you. Uh, so, hi. Good morning. Um, Savitri, would... even, even if your H-1B transfer is approved, you can ignore the H-1B approval if you want to, and you don't join and you stick with the old company. It will have zero negative impact in your future immigration on H-1, H, I don't know, whatever visa. Can you unmute yourself? Hi. This is yeah, No, can you unmute, can you unmute Savit, Savitri again? Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead and I think uh, yeah, we are not Savitri. It's total. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay, maybe I'm confused then. <laughs> What's your name then? Okay, go to the person, it's, chat with the. Uh, yeah, I did. Give a screen. Yes, sir. Okay, this is Ms. Tota. Uh, so, our question is uh, we got uh, H1 approved from June 2022, mm -hmm. and we are in the process of a first stage perm. So, mm -hmm. my question is we are already approved, uh, wage determination is approved. So at this mm -hmm. stage, can we change attorney? What are the pros and cons if we change attorney? You can change, but you are an employee. You don't control changing the lawyer, though. It is only the employer that can change. So if the employer is willing to change, is that okay? Why? Uh, Why? Because it's like uh, time-taking. It's been like uh, since, uh, how would I put that? Um, okay, you can. Technically, you can, ma'am. Technically, you can. So okay? can the attorney revoke our uh, wage determination approval? No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. We don't have an authority to do that. Our license will be gone, okay? Next person, please. Okay. We cannot harm our clients under any circumstances. We can walk away from the client when we don't like the client. But we cannot withdraw their application, do anything. Our license will be gone. Next person, please. Last uh, hi, Rahul. I posted my question. It's regarding... Next question has been denied, and I have until... That's good. You you have time. My company wants to file motion to reconsider and mention that I can cut you. No. No. 
you cannot file motion to con uh, re reconsider and continue working after May 31st, 2023. That is absolutely wrong. You can request to refile before it expires and then continue staying and working for 240 days. Vasu? Right. Um, right. My current attorney, Rahul, she's saying, uh, you know, because she's going to file a motion to reconsider, it's going into pending state and I can continue to work. I didn't no, think so either. No, she is completely wrong. If you want, you can make right. an appointment. I'll give you the thing in writing. Right. Thank you. And uh, um, if I, you know, file, uh, if a, a different company is ready to file a, a transfer for me, um, and I, I get I get the approval. Can I, you know, decide to either not join or join? You know, depending on what. That's this, up, uh, as a, uh, yes, that's up. That's up to you. You can join or not join. You can do so, but you cannot continue working after May thirty first, two thousand twenty three, on the motion to reconsider. Next person, please. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, um, I posted the question. If I use my green card EAD to work. And then I don't have my advanced parole, leave the country, get edge stamping, come back. Is that an issue? Does, does the step three get abandoned because I did not have an advanced parole? Um, what do you mean by you use the EAD? Do you mean to say you're working for two companies? Yes, one part-time and one full-time. Technically, you can do that. It doesn't mean that you are burning, though. One thing, Karthik, you're going to take a huge risk when you do that by going, if the H-1B stamping gets anywhere and they get confused, why are you working for two companies on the EAD and you're asking for the H-1B? If they mm -hmm. get confused, technically they, are sub they, they should not, but you know how these people are. They get confused and they will issue 221G and you are, you are nagarka nagarka. So, so you recommend not to do it? Uh, um, I recommend not to do it. Once you get an advanced parole, then it's it's completely different story. Okay? okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Banu. Yeah. Hi, hi, Rahul Um. Yeah. The gunpoint thing. It's called O visa. The processing time is about ten years. If you want to do it on the side, you can do it. But I don't want you to rely on it completely. Okay. So will be that a problem when I'm in OPT status uh, if I file that one? The only problem first is you need to get the recommendation of the police. Um, yeah, I didn't have the, and then um, and then there is another thing is that the entire process to get the green card for it is ten years. So what happens if something fails in this one is my problem though. You can do it on OPT and later on get onto the H-1B and not rely on that. Put it on the side so if it gets approved. Okay. So it, it will be uh, like, a, um, how long does it take to get the GC EAD or something? They will provide uh, some permanent. That may take about eight years. And there are a so lot I, of buts and ifs in it. Next so question. Thank you. Hi, good morning, uh, Rahul. So this is uh, Nidhi Reddy. My question is, um, well, a little small brief background. I came to states on uh, B1B to change to F1 and currently I am on H4 with an EAD approved. Um, my question is, I I'm planning to go to India in November. If I go for stamping, will there be any kind of um, unexpected surprises? Or uh, I, I, I didn't get your question. Can you repeat again? I'm sorry. 
Uh, so actually, um, now currently I am on H four EAD. However, considering my path on different visa changes throughout, if I'm going to India this November for visa stamping, will it be smooth or should I rethink? Uh, no, ma'am, you're fine. Thinking? Just because you're an F one visa or H one B visa before. Okay. And you're going for H four. H four should be should not be a problem. Um, as long as your marriage is genuine, your husband has a good job, you're fine. You don't have to worry about anything. Oh, thank you, sir. You made my day. Thank you. Wish you best of luck, ma'am. Next person, please. Kushal. Hello, Rahul. You had an H one B grace period ended in March first, so I came to India so that I don't stay in USA. I'm planning to come use an F two with my wife. Oh. Uh, so you're going to apply for the visa for F two? Ah, uh, yes. I'm there in are, India right now. Yeah, there are very less chances for your F2 approval. The reason is that for F2 to be approved, you must have a non-immigrant intent. Though you're already here in the United States on a H1B, got laid off, and now you're telling you're going to join your wife, who is temporarily staying in India in USA. That's going to be very unlikely. I would not even attempt it, though. You should have changed to F2 visa when you were here in the country. So I'm getting married like uh, this May. Oh, you are getting married this May. Still, F two is very tough for you. So you're saying like I should get a position and come on H one B itself. That would be much better, F2? Mr. Kushal. Yeah, that will be much better. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Rao. Next person, please. Nagendra. Already. Yeah. This is Nagendra here, and my question is that um, I'm on L one B and my wife on L two. So she's having uh, the job on F T uh, full time now. So, but our timings in the morning, but she has the time in the evening. So she can able to do the other job as well, right? On the she has an L two, she can do ten jobs if she wants to. Okay, is there any tax allegations we'll get? We are doing the two or more jobs in one or you one or more jobs. Yeah, if you make hundred thousand, you make thirty thousand. You make you pay thirty thousand. You make two hundred thousand, you pay sixty thousand or something like that. Okay, that's all the tax things are. Nothing else. It's a good thing. Okay. You just have to pay your taxes. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You're making time for money. Make it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, hi. Uh, good morning, sir. So currently I'm on an H4 visa and I'm planning to do my master's uh, during this fall. And as of now, I'm planning to join the uh, university on an uh, H4 visa and later getting it converted uh, to F1 so that I can be eligible for internship. So my question is, how long one should serve on F1 in order to uh, explore the internship opportunities and join a company? Uh, you need to get the F1 approval before graduation. That's all. Okay, so uh, I could see that like one should serve on F1 for like some three to six months in order to join an internship. So that's my concern. If I'm getting my F1 no, status during the no, 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 that that is for the people who come here on student visa directly. That rule. Okay. Is. But if you are, if okay. an H four, you are already going to the university. Okay. You are already okay. going to the university. Okay. Okay. Then, mm. then, uh, 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 then, if you are already going to the university, then you're good. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. So immediately after getting my F one visa, I'll be able to uh, explore my internship opportunities. Is that right? Mm -hmm. That's right, ma'am. That is right. Next okay. person, please. Yeah, thank you so much. Ravi. Ravi is not responding. Can we go next? Yes, Guys, can you fill out the Google Sheet to get the answers, please? Ramya. Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. 
um so i mean i have a stamp to h1b visa until april 2024 and i was working for an end client uh remotely and my home address is also included in the lca but recently i switched the end clients and started working with a new client fr- from a couple of days ago so do i need to file an amendment and if i are you still working from your home yes correct if you're still working for home ma'am you don't have to do anything you're good okay and uh, i'm also planning to go out of the country so will it be a problem not having an amendment while coming back at the immigration with a new client uh, are you going for st- are you going for stamping no my visa is valid until 2024 april no, so ma'am. you're fi- you're fine which airport will you be coming through um minneapolis you're good ma'am don't avoid the chicago you're good okay so thank you rahul rutu sorry i sir uh, i'm on i think he has already spoke with you sorry manasi with the next Shailaja? person manasi yeah, yes sir uh, uh, good morning rahul this is shailaja from hyderabad india so i just mm-hmm. want to give you a brief about myself i came to us in 2007 on f1 bv uh, f1 visa and then i ma- finished my masters in 2009 and i worked mm-hmm. on opt for two terms then mm-hmm. i filed file h1b and worked from october 1st 2011 so mm-hmm. i had to come back to india in uh, 2012 january so i hardly worked on uh, h1b for 3 to 4 months in us mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. i came back to india and mm-hmm. i went to a stamping in hyderabad consulate for h1b mm-hmm. stamping but it got rejected mm-hmm. under 221g so then okay. i never attempt, attempted it again so that was so what, what, do you do you know if that h1b was been revoked what uh, happened with that h1b so i got the rejected reject rejection on 221g first i got rfe then mm-hmm. uh, you know my family was here so i never thought about it and it, i got the rejection email so i never thought about after that and now the i have been working for a, one organization which is uh, based out of boston and uh, mm-hmm. it's been four years mm-hmm. i'm with them you can, now they you can file, file a h- yes okay. they have filed again they filed okay, again no. and it is That's... approved so it is okay. approved i heard uh, a day before yesterday itself so you know what is my next process and you know is it going to be a problem because it was rejected under another organization back in 20 no 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 ma'am you good i don't see any problem for you okay thank you good to hear that and you know what what could be the next step you know what i what i i know you just have to go you just have to fill a ds164 go for visa stamping and come into united states that's it okay thank you sir i was thinking that you know it could be a problem because it was i had rejection no nah. I mean it they can always look into it negatively but you have nothing to lose I want you to apply I would I would say you have a 5% risk but take it okay you you, you have nothing to lose yeah okay so uh, uh, another question is you know which consulate is best now because it's been any consulate is any consulate is fine ma'am next person please any indian consulate is fine don't go to outside the india thank, thank you very much Hello Rahul sir uh, I'm currently working on H1 visa with uh, approved I140 and I also mm-hmm. have a Canada PR with 3 years left um, and 2 mm-hmm. years out of 3 I need to spend to keep it active uh, my employer allows working from US or Canada and I can work as a US employee or or Canadian employee on uh, the payroll and current mm-hmm. H1 is expiring in Jan 2026 so mm-hmm. my question is if I start working from Canada on a Canadian payroll 
can I still come back to US for a week, let's say, uh, because my no. H1 is right? No, because you don't have a job opportunity here in United States. You left the job. You're not coming to do the job here in United States. So you have to apply for a visiting visa to come into the United States. Because whenever you come on any visa, you must meet the requirements of that visa. For H-1B, your intention to come into the United States is to work for a company called A and for a duties called XXXS. But you don't have that intent. So you should not use that visa to come into the United States. So even if I have the stamping for H-1 till January of 26? And no, no, sir. You still are not supposed to. Okay, okay, so I have to because you, US. yeah, you have to, uh, uh, because you're defeating the purpose of it, though. Okay, you don't okay. intend to work for that company. Next person, please. Uh, I just had one follow up question. Uh, so if mm-hmm. I take, let's say, Canadian citizenship after three, uh, leaving three years there, uh, mm-hmm. uh, with on PR, so will mm-hmm. it affect? the GC process here, I already have an approved I-140. No, sir. It will not. You can still use the, the same priority date. Absolutely not a problem. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. Next person. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Rahul. I posted my question. Uh, I come back on EAD if I will be an EAD or H-1B. If you come back on EAD, if your H-1 is still active, you're still working with the same company, you're on H-1. Okay. So if yeah, if I, uh, for some reason, I need to change company. Uh, for okay. example, if I'm in ED, EAD, how can I come back to H1? I didn't, you, even if you come back on advanced parole, you are still an H1B. You can still change the company with the H1B filing from a different company. Absolutely not a problem. Okay. okay. Next and question, that, Yeah, please. I have like two more questions. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Rahul. So the other question, you know, like, uh, um, yeah, my priority date is June 2012 in EB3. Oh, EB2 with my current company, but uh, they don't want to do the downgrade. Can I so do like the EB2 with with a concurrent I, employer? You can. EB3 with a concurrent employer. You can. Okay. Yeah. Thank Next you so person, much. please. This will be the last person I'll be taking. I have another appointment, guys. Good with the last caller. The last number is 371. Hello. Hi. Sorry about that. This is on behalf of my friend. I'm just asking. Uh, he got. He got. Uh, to, uh, this time he has registered multiple uh, applications. For the, the the two of the companies are in a you no know, collided each other, and one is unique. Uh, he picked a unique one. Also, he got picked. So whether he can still file the H uh, one B petition? Is he working for the company? He's working for a company MNC, but uh, no. Is he working for that unique company? He's not working. His consultancy is uh, he applied through consultancy. Yeah. But he's so no, we, Wipro. But he did not get selected with Wipro. Yeah, he didn't select it and he didn't file also from Wipro. He filed from only from the uh, three different consultancy. Yeah. Two, two of yeah. them is uh, colluded each other and one is very unique. Unique one yeah. he got picked up. Yeah. We do not recommend that he file with them. We consider uh, that third company is also a big fraudulent company. Next person. Uh, thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30 Central Time. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.